Oh, well, and you didn't think footy could get any weirder or you didn't think life would get any weirder. We said it last week. We'd just gone through the strangest uh, week of our lives. Somehow, gentlemen, it has got weirder. It is, uh, I mean, does anyone know what to say? We are going through unprecedented times. We've lost footy. We've lost a lot of things. People are losing things anyway, so it's probably footy's not the worst thing to lose. But as a sport fan... This time there's an extra layer of misery piled on because, you know, sport for us and, and for everyone is, you know, it's your escape. We've yeah. lost it. It is, but, I mean, people's health probably more important yep. than footy at the moment and we need to get it right. We need to be able to follow instructions and the quicker we can lock down, the quicker we can get over this and get back to playing footy. I'm hoping that footy is there sometime later this season. Um, it is unprecedented. That's the word that everyone keeps using and we just hope that it gets back to normal pretty quickly because uh, – you know, we're going to stay positive as well. Everybody's pretty negative at the moment, but I reckon the whole thing is try and stay positive. Try and get some positives out of being at home, eh, with your wife, your girlfriend, or your kids. Um, try and do something different. Try and, you know, learn a language, something like that. Just do something different that keeps your mind off how bad life is. Well, if there's ever a time to be in the moment, it's now. If you start looking ahead, I mean, you just get depressed. You've really got to stay in the moment. As you said, Nate, get around your family and enjoy the time at home with them. Look, I think it was good to have a round of footy. I think it was. People needed it. We had a crack, but I think by the end of the weekend, it was clear by Sunday afternoon at the MCG doing that Hawthorne game. Nate, you were there. It was clear that it had to end, didn't it? And it just had the, the, as much as there was no crowd there and it had the life sucked out of it, I reckon the players maybe had an inkling that was coming. They would have been told before the game, but certainly in the commentary box, it became even harder to call the second half because we knew that yeah. footy was going to be over. Um, yeah, and then obviously the, the word filters around that um, obviously players and some coaches would be stood down, assistant coaches stood down without pay, and obviously that is very hard for those guys and their family because they don't know whether footy's going come back in the way it was and all the assistant coaches come back so so many people um whether it's playing sport whether it's your job at the bank whether it's anything everybody is in pretty much the same position at the moment and you know if you see someone doing it tough uh there'll be someone doing it tougher so you got to make sure that you give a mate a call give him a text even even the people that you think are really going well in life like um people who you don't even think that it would concern or, or bother them Give them a text. I just say, reckon I hope be, you're okay. I just reckon be nice. Just let's be nice for a while. There's too many people, too many critics out there, hum. So I'm going to be nice to you today. Oh, well, you're looking not, good. You weren't. You weren't outside. <laughs> I had to pull you up on it. It became real on Sunday, didn't it? For me, it was sort of, um, you know, you, you saw these things happen. You keep going, that won't happen to us. That won't happen to us. But I, I think on, on that Sunday, I was watching the Hawks game, uh, and at halftime to that press conference, that's when it just felt real. You could see the pain on Gil's face. You could see just the reaction. Even the commentators on on air afterwards as well, with you, as, as you were saying, just you could just tell. I, I reckon the players knew as well. He's the been brilliant, Gil. Though. He's been brilliant. He looked tired, but I mean, un- how do you deal with this? How do you deal with something you've never had to deal with before? Scott Morrison, the same thing. Any world leader at the moment or any leader. I mean, leadership is so hard to get to a, a leadership position, but then to, to be able to lead a country or, or lead a state in something like this, uh, I couldn't fathom how hard that would be at the moment. It's a moving target. It's changing day by day, and there's so many experts on Twitter and online. Oh, there's the some It's doing wankers. my head in. Oh, well, that's not the major thing doing my head in, but seriously, let's just get behind our leaders at the moment. Um, you, you speak about doing things that we, we haven't done before. AFL players, now when we get the, the green light, 
I'm assuming this green light is going to be something that comes pretty quickly. So they're going to, May the 31st, you might yeah, get the green and light. They might get the green light. If it's not, then it yeah. might be a week after. It might be a yeah. week after. It might be a week after. They've got to be, have to be ready to go straight away because there is going to be a lot of people depending on AFL coming back. The second it comes back, these players need to be playing. They can't join up. They can't be together. They Soon they're not going to be able to run outside it. How, what are they going to do to stay fit? It's going to be a big concern. I saw a story on the news last night. Brad Hill set up a little gym at home. You know, he's got the dumbbells and doing a few weights. But it's impossible to train at home like you do at the footy club. Mm. And I reckon, in Nathan, when they come back, it's going to be players pinging hammies everywhere. I prevention is going to be the big yeah. thing, isn't it? I reckon, obviously, they would create some sort of program for the players. That's the biggest thing because I think they'll have residual fitness and they'll be able to you know, run on the treadmill or do some weight. So they'll be strong and they'll be fit. But it's that injury prevention. If you don't play for 8, 12, 16 weeks and all of a sudden you come back, it is very hard to keep your body the way it needs to be week after week. What happens if you get into complete lockdown? I think in London now you can't even go to the park. That's, mm. how, that's yeah. how locked down they are. What if that happens here? How the players run? If you haven't got a treadmill at home, you're yeah. not going to be able to run. No. So there's going to be players in – it's going to be interesting does when this, they come does back. Does this then blow – because we are going to have a premiership at the end of yeah. all this. We're going to get through it. They're going to play the 17 games. Does this blow the premiership market completely open? Is there? Is this yeah. now whoever comes back, whoever just gets the luckiest with injury and yeah. and whoever can somehow hold on to their fitness the most, is that, it was, is that going to – it was going to be that way anyway. It was going to it was going to be a different year anyway. Even if we kept playing now and, and didn't shut down, because there's no crowds, the motivation levels of different teams were going to be were going to be tested. So yeah, it's going to be wide open when they come back. I think if they do get the all clear, they almost have to say we can't start straight away. We've yeah. got to give it two weeks just to get some sort of conditioning yeah. into the players. You can bet your bottom Good dollar call. there will not be a single seat not sold. For every game. Hey, just before year. we move on, Nate, who would you be worried about blowing out? Because there's plenty of guys that won't follow the program. <laughs> uh, so now or back in our uh, day? Back in your – who would you have worried about? I would have worried about myself. Oh, I <laughs> 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 um, be, not being able to go outside would be an issue yeah. and just uh, I don't know how you keep fit. I mean, you, you drop down and do 20 push-ups on the street, which is weird. Like, we're in New York once and you just drop down and started doing yeah, 20 well, push-ups. Really? Like, yeah. Strange. You'd be doing suicide sprints up and down the uh, hallway. But hallway. when we played, yeah. I'd be worried about myself. But I played with a guy called James Cook at the Western Bulldogs. And uh, Cookie, who was a man who pre-game would wake up at four in the morning, cook himself a steak, sausages, and bacon, big mushrooms, really? a big fry up like at four morning. in the morning before a game. I, I'd worry about that sort of person. Oh. Yeah, I played with a guy called Stephen Jackson. That I hope you uh, coughed in your elbow. I did, I coughed did. in my elbow. Yeah, Stephen Jackson choke, played with the Eagles and Richmond. When he was at his absolute fittest, he ran an 18-minute tan, <laughs> so <laughs> he'd be in trouble. Hey, are all clubs – I know this is – it's just guessing none of us are financial gurus, but are all clubs going to survive this? I think they will because the AFL is looking to secure that loan, the $500 million loan. So I think the AFL will ensure that all clubs survive and they're going to take drastic measures. I mean, most clubs have stood down most of their staff, yeah. Brownie. Yeah, 80, uh, pretty much 80 or 90% of their staff, all assistant coaches are gone uh, or without pay. So that, that's hard. I mean, look, most people in this country are being stood down without pay. So the government is bringing in a raft of measures to help out, which is great. I don't think any clubs will go under, though. No. Do you? They won't. 
I can't. I and, can't see and it. And I read happening. yes that the richer clubs, your Collingwood, West Coast, Richmond, etc., the capital they have in the bank that's going to underwrite this loan. So the rich teams are actually going to be helping the teams that haven't got as much coin. So they will. That's a, that's a positive. Say thank bloody God for Marvel. Yes. Because I think, I, from what I understand, I don't exactly know how the finances yeah, work. Just, yeah, it's a lot like, of credit against the value. So if it's worth five hundred million, they'd have a line of credit to a certain amount, which they can if they use. Default, we lose Marvel. Then they'd, right. have to, they'd have to pay that back. So if they go three hundred million to the clubs, they still have to pay that back yeah. Yeah. against the five hundred million. That's why the NRL's in trouble. They don't have an asset, whereas no. the AFL's got that big asset. So I think our clubs will survive. Obviously, there's going to be cost cutting next year, but I don't think we'll lose anyone. Let's talk about round one, Rich, because there were some big winners and there were some big losers. Um, and I still think when the clubs come back, the best clubs are still going to be the clubs that are up the top end of the ladder. So who were your big winners, Brandon? I thought the big winner, and I didn't know where Hawthorne were going to be. Obviously, they've oh. got a genius. Coach Alice at Clarkson. I made fun of you last week tip. when you wanted to tip them because, no, well you, done, Rich. because you support them. But I did the Hawthorne game live, and what impressed me was their midfield. So they got O'Meara, Mitchell was flying, Warple, Wingard now fit enough to go through he, the midfield. He was, the one. He was Henderson. Magnificent. And the one player that I worried about them bringing in was Frost from yeah. Melbourne, but he was really good. Like he still bugs he it up when he gets run. the footy, yeah. but. He was really good in the back end. So I love the way Hawthorne structured up. They they attacked. I thought their game plan under Clarkson was really good. Their one issue for Hawthorne is they don't bat deep. So if they get injuries, they're susceptible for that. But I thought for the biggest winner of round one was Hawthorne. Yeah, I agree. I, I was really impressed with them. But don't don't forget Collingwood. They were extraordinary on Saturday yeah. night. They, they looked as well organised as any team as I've seen over the last few years. Uh, they got great depth in every position. Their forward line, I love the the flexibility in yep. their forward line. They've got five or six players that can go and play that deep role. Elliot, Dugowie, Meyer, Check, Hoskin, Elliot. It's all those just, players you just mentioned in 2018 all kicked 30-plus yeah, goals. I think yeah. um, uh, Hoskin, Elliot kicked 46. Yeah. Um, they look like that in yeah. 2018. Yeah. And I thought last year, they made the prelim last year, and they were nowhere near that. So... Collingwood is yeah. scary. Yeah, I think Collingwood and Hawthorne were the big winners. West Coast and Richmond did what they had to do, yep. but those two teams were the big winners. What, what about, about the 16-minute quarters? I liked like it. it. I liked yeah, it. I liked will it. that yeah. stay? I think it will. That will stay, won't it? Well, There's a chance the, it will. The quarters still went 27-28. Yeah. And the scoring wasn't that wasn't changed. Plus it was open. Which I also wasn't as much tackling. But do you think it was open because of that or yeah. was it the intensity wasn't there? There was no intensity and... I worried how the crowd would affect the players and obviously the, the goal kicking was better as you said it was going to be, but I think atmosphere, crowd, pressure attracts intensity mm. and I thought without that mm. there was a real lack of intensity around the footy and it was almost bruise-free footy. It was. It was almost circle work footy. I think in a couple of games Carlton only had 20-odd tackles and I'm pretty sure Geelong only had 31 or 32, <laughs> so the intensity wasn't there. The other thing that I took away from the weekend, and if we don't get going again and say the season doesn't restart, that, gee, you'd be shattered if you were a club that was in the premiership oh, window. Yeah. You'd be shattered if you were Collingwood because you look ready to go. Yep. You'd be shattered if you're the Eagles, you've got Tim Kelly. You're shattered if you're Richmond because, you know, you, you've got Koch and Rewalt getting into yeah. their 30s. I mean, these clubs, if they miss a whole season now, potentially you lose a premiership when you're in the window. That, that, that was the other thing I took away. Hey, and before we get into the fun stuff. Yeah. Your prediction, when will we be watching footy again? I'm going to hold you to it. Give us Jeez. a date. It's hard to predict what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone in three or four months. Uh, 
I'll say that we will get a season and I'll say that we will start on the 1st of August and we'll be playing finals deep into November. I reckon we're going to start playing footy in September. So finals time, I think we're going to start playing in September. So we'll have the grand final on Christmas Day. I hope so. That'd be great, (laughs) wouldn't it? Oh, I can just tell that there is something bubbling below the surface because it is time for... And it's doing my... It's my favourite part of the show, doing that. There's a lot that does my head in, as you know. know. Have you ever ever travelled with him? You know you haven't because you're not friends. But um, (laughs) (laughs) travelling with him is a a nightmare. I'll tell you what has been doing my head in. And quickly, I was going to go with this, but something else driving in here really nearly made me get out of the car and have a crack at it. A bit of a road rage. Yeah, a bit of road rage. But quickly, (laughs) this whole thing's been bubbling away with the toilet paper now for a month. Why? <laughs> Why are people bulk buying toilet paper? That would be the last thing I'd bulk buy. I get the food thing if you're worried about running out of food, which we won't do because, you know, our farmers produce enough food to feed 70 or 80 million, I've been told, on the news uh, the other day. But why toilet paper? If you run out of toilet paper, just jump in the shower or go, get an, waffle old, go get an old T-shirt. I mean, you'd have a heap of T-shirts you could use. <laughs> an old T-shirt, Matthew. Well, the one you've got on now in, oh, in particular, Hunt. What is wrong with this? Get this an old an T-shirt. Abercrombie. Get a T-shirt. So when you get in the shower, do you, do you... Clearly you can get by without toilet paper, but that's not what doing, is doing my head oh, in. You know what's really doing my head in? Driving in here today... The parking inspectors are still out. No, they're not. Mm. They are still out giving How people tickets. How the bloody tickets. hell are they essential? They're not essential. Why? Why oh. are they still out? It's an absolute disgrace, and I'll give you the best example of it. An intensive care nurse that had been on a 12-hour yes. shift, no. you know, doing doing you know, great things yep. through our, our community at the moment, of the nurses and uh, our healthcare workers, came out to her car and had a parking ticket. What oh, an dear. absolute disgrace. Parking inspectors should not work until we get back to normal. What a disgrace. Remember in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels where they yeah. got the uh, parking inspector in the van yes. and pulled him over the back and started giving it to well, him? Well, that's what I wanted but to do. Rich yeah. Now, yeah. they're not bad people, but they're only doing yeah, what we they're don't want to do. We don't want any no, violence towards them. They're only doing what they've been told funny. to do. <laughs> but I reckon just let's leave the parking tickets for now. All yeah. Right? Yep. Disgraceful. Now, at the start of the year, we said we were going to go after a particular sponsor. Tough because... time to get sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Tough time. So last week I I went through Instagram. It was left on scene. They didn't yeah. reply. This week I thought I'd just amp things up a little bit. Yeah. I sent TaylorMade. I got the sales and marketing email. It was a generic yeah. sales and marketing at taylormade.com.au. I sent them one from my sports bet account with right. my communications manager signature on there just to pull a little bit of weight. I manager. thought maybe... Yeah, that's my title. Right. There's only one communications <laughs> person in, in the building. No, well, that that is credit to the, the mountain of work I do. Um, sent them an email. Yeah. Expecting a reply. Said, hey, and again, drop your, your names. No reply. Still nothing from Taylor. Mate, they probably Still. think you're making it up that you actually know us. I, I, I well, get so it. So we're going to start. I it's think probably from, not the time to be looking for. Gonna, sponsors. We're going to start from from next week. We're going to start using you guys. Well, However. Um, you're not going to believe this. What? I was, uh, you know, in the dumps a little bit. Yeah. And I had a couple of VBs and I was just I was going through my Instagram Instagram feed. I was sitting on the couch and the dar said, what's wrong? And I, I was just, I, c- I couldn't speak really. I was so, I was, just, I was flat. And then 
the little Instagram little message lit up on my on my phone, yeah. and I just which doesn't happen I, very often. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> it doesn't happen often at all. Yeah, I go through it. Hugo wines. Oh, they're back. The, the Hugo wines are back. The Grenache, the, the, the is Grenache, back. the Shiraz. Let me open up my phone. I probably should have done this beforehand. This is that's great because I've been buying the Pepper Jack, which yeah, is good. Yeah, Pepper Jack's good. Two but, for forty at the moment. It's a pretty yeah. good deal. Will, this is from Will Hugo, of course. Yep. We were dealing with Will Hugo last year. He is the uh, he's never the head, been a, head, head, hot. It's never been a more important time to have a bottle of red at home. Oh, exactly. And especially a Hugo wines. The yeah. Hugo wines Grenache is, if you're just going to self-medicate, just a couple of bottles of that. Mate, lock us in for another sponsorship. What wines do you and the boys want? The Shiraz and the Grenache? I'll get some cases out to you. Perfect. Sorry, I left you boys hanging. Was flat out and vintage last few weeks and missed the first two podcasts. That's right. sensational. So Hugo wines yeah. is back. We are laughing and we're just going to nice be... Nice work. We love Hugo Wines. And a big shout-out too, I read during the week, Telstra, um, obviously in this hard time, are uh, just going to recontract all their current sponsorships that they do for yeah. sporting organisations. Oh, so right. just automatically adding another year to their well, sponsorship. they're not sponsoring this show, Brandy, so... No, no but I just saw that. that, that that's the, what we need more of. I'll tell you what, that's going to be the other snowball next year, sponsorship mm. in footy and footy clubs. Oh, it's going to be tough. Hey, so head to hugowines.com.au for the Grenache, the Shiraz. Well, they've got they've got every other type of yeah. wine, but the Grenache for us, is the Grenache, for me the as best. good as it gets. Now, gentlemen, tonight, well, today we should be talking about Richmond Collingwood. It is how the, good would it be? It's the biggest. It is. It's my favorite at the G. It used to be great the Saturday afternoons, the two p.m. game, Richmond <clears> versus Collingwood. I wasn't a fan of either, but Dad used to take me along to him. Richmond and Collingwood, did he? Yep. Yeah, it and is this, at the G. It is as good as a crowd you're going to get, and, and everything is, the, is just fizzing. Mm. Punt roads fizzing, Richmond stations fizzing. The crowd is sold out. Both cheer squads, the grog squad behind one end. It's as good as it gets. This is, and this is the tragedy of it all. This is probably a time, you know, in AFL history where Richmond and Collingwood are oh, both elite. Mean, it wouldn't, it yeah. couldn't get better. You know, probably the last time they were both elite was maybe when they met in the 1980 granny, you know. So this that's why it's so disappointing mm. they're not playing So we tonight. don't have it. We can't watch it tonight. But I wanted you guys, obviously you both would have played in a stack of Richmond Collingwood games at the G. Just to tide us over a little bit, have you got a good story from one of these clashes you can give us? I think he's going to tell you one, but I, just in recent memory, you said the last time they were elite, they did play in the prelim yeah, yeah. two years ago. I, but I've got a feeling the, they're better this yeah, year. Yeah. The performance that night um, of Mason Cox in that prelim, uh, that was extraordinary. Yeah. For a player the week before who ran under everything against West Coast, could not mark to save himself. Um, the, the way he absolutely destroyed Richmond that night was – I was there live. It was something to watch. Hasn't done it again since, but that was one of the, the great memories of that year, I reckon. Yeah, and I was sitting on the boundary line that night, and in the last quarter, the Collingwood cheer squad was singing uh, American Pie yeah. by Don McLean. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. So what do you want to hear? Well, I'll, just, uh, well, I'll tell it, you my favourite me... story. It's hard – I'll tell you, it is very, very hard in a game of AFL footy to kick multiple goals in a quarter, right? Let alone kick five goals in a quarter. And Jack Martin was on target actually last he was Thursday good, night. He? How good was he going? But if you kick five goals in a quarter, it is an elite quarter. And I, I had the pleasure of playing in a game where this man next to me, Nathan Brown, kicked five goals in a quarter on a player who was all Australian in James Clement. Oh. And you know when a teammate's 
on fire. Everyone's yeah. feeding off the energy and every goal. So he kicks the first one, you know, oh, he's kicked out the second one and all of our uh, our teammates around us are getting into Because you were down at three-quarter time, weren't you? Yep. Yeah. yeah, and it was one of the best quarters of footy I've seen and Nathan's head will swell while I'm telling <laughs> But um, when, when you used to kick five on a player, we used to say in AFL circles that you've been jived, you know. Mm. You kick yeah. five, you've been jived. So after Nathan kicked his fifth goal and he was wandering back, well, he wasn't wandering back to the goal square. He was almost floating back there with his stupid shoulder roll. Now he gets the shoulder roll going. And he got back to the goal square and I was just having a laugh. I was that, you know, I was that excited. And I looked at Clement and he looked at me and he sort of had a go at me. Like, what are you laughing at? And I said, Jimmy, you've just been jived, buddy. <laughs> Oh, uh, it was good. It was good times. Um, one of my best memories happened pre-game. Um, uh, it was, I think, it was the second time at Richmond I played against Collingwood, um, and Spud, who was the coach at the time, gave us this big spiel the day before the game. So we're up in the Graham Richmond room. So we're playing on the Friday night. This yeah. was a Thursday afternoon after training. <clears throat> He's just going through everybody, going through what players Collingwood had. And he said, whoever gets Presta Gia slow-mo tomorrow, if you don't <laughs> beat him, you don't ask for a game next week. <laughs> and I looked over it because I knew that he had trouble with Presta Gia slow-mo. He was, did he? And, he, um, he? Him and Max Hudson are my hardest opponents in my Really? Career, he was yeah. lightning Presta Gia slow-mo. And so I had a bit of a giggle. <laughs> And then I had a, How did Spud not know that? I had even a bigger giggle. The first ball that came out, I reckon it was Kane Johnson, which he's laced him out perfectly. Richo's leading out. All of a sudden, Presta G Slomo has ran past him with the hand <laughs> and fisted it. I reckon this fist, it was it was just a moment in time. It went 40 metres back towards the wing. They picked the footy up end to end. They've kicked the goal. And uh, I, I, wanted, <laughs> I said, Presta G Slomo got you there. And I remember, I remember thinking to myself... <laughs> If, if Spud thinks Presty's slow, mm. how slow must I be? <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the, in the off-season, we were, we were working out what the new segments of these show and what segments from last year would come back. And yeah. we're like, we loved Trump or Trumpet, yeah. but we needed to change the name. Yeah, which we, we haven't done. <laughs> <laughs> so Trumpet Award. For another season, and we still have – can't tell you if it's the Trump Award, the Trumpet Award, or why. I don't it's know how many that. times you need to tell him, but would you like to tell him again? No, I'm not telling him anymore. No, but why? I just don't understand it. You- well, let's just get into it. It's the best on ground for the whole round, yep. one, two, and three, and the worst on ground, one, two, and three. Right. Take it away, Matt. Okay, so we'll do our best first, will yep. we? Well, well, do I start at one or the three? Normally. This is probably a first for us with the Trumpet Award. I am giving one vote to a player who played in a losing team. Uh, he was captain of this club last year. He's had the captaincy taken away from him over the summer. It would have stung Jack Viney. Yep. And he went over to Perth and had 34 touches and was just a bull. You know what it, what he's like. He, he's a proud About player. the only one who did anything. I know. And I just thought, well done. And he, he played with the intensity that not many of his teammates did. He was outstanding. Brody Grundy, what more can you say about this guy? He looks better again. Yep. That's why I'm shattered when not playing. Guys like him might lose a career, a year out of their career, when they're at their peak, which is really sad. Uh, Brody Grundy, absolute beast. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can deny, and this is for the whole AFL industry, we don't just look at the games, we look at the yep. industry. I don't think you can deny that Gil deserves three votes for what mm. he's had to do. Good, I know he's had point. other I know he's had the executive around him and and obviously the commission, but his performance just to get us up and going and then on Sunday night, 
Uh, well done, Gil. And now what he's dealing with now, three votes. Yeah, no, very good. I gave one vote to a player who played in the losing side too. I thought Jack Martin's four goals against Richmond was really good. He nearly, got, chi- he nearly got, chived. Got them back in the game yeah, he too. Chived. At one stage it was looking like a 50-point loss. Two votes. Harry Perryman, where did he come from? Been a defender, a dower, arm across type. Um, he was brilliant the other night. Kicked four goals himself and I thought he was the best giant. Um, and I gave three votes to Brody Grundy who has three votes, I reckon. The last two times he's played the Bulldogs on Tim English and he's got another three. Yeah. So Tim English is going to be a good player, but he needs to be able to learn from he, Brody Grundy. Grundy's now inside his head, the young fella. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, okay, the worst on. Icy ones. This hurts me to do this. It really does because I love love him. He uh, was unbelievable last year, but he got towed up on uh, Thursday night. Tom Lynch didn't take a mark. First time in his career. Really? Hasn't taken a mark. So one vote there. Uh, I gave two to another big man uh, who was towed up by Ben McAvoy, the big O, big Oscar McInerney. One mark, four touches, and, and basically didn't give the Lions much up for Shit the big out. fella. If you're that tall and and uh, you've got to take a few marks. So Footy's an easy game at that height. I've always said No, that. it's not. Yes, that, it that's a stupid no, it's comment. Not. Footy is a very easy game at that height. Why? Because you can just stand yourself. there and, and just all you need Maybe to do is run 20 the years ago where you could go behind the footy a little bit easier, Ridiculous but not, 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 not today. The big O, two votes. The big O, two votes. Three votes. Uh, I've given three votes to a team. I oh. thought this team were going to be top four. I thought they'd come out snarling uh, in round one, but... Collingwood absolutely wiped mm. them. Uh, you're comprehensive. So the Western Bulldogs got... No reason they can't rounds. be top four. No, they will be. But yeah. um, this is just for this round, They look mate. flat. They just look Lifeless. flat. Lifeless. Yeah, Pally dropping marks, dropping easy balls. I reckon it had, a lot of teams started fast and a lot yeah. of te- maybe it was something to do with the crowd. Okay, I gave one vote to uh, the Demons. I thought outside yeah, your man, Jack Viney, the Demons were very, very ordinary. They look lacklustre. They look flat as well, which I thought they'd come out roaring Going over to Perth, no crowd, round one. They had a good pre-season and they coughed up pretty ordinary stuff. Want to go to Perth, that's the best time to go with yeah. no crowd. I have two votes to the North Melbourne players who decided to have a, uh, a party on Sunday night with all the social distancing going on. Nice. Who thought that was going to be a good idea? You know I don't what? know. I'll, I'll tell you who, you would have done the exact same thing when you were playing. Yeah, but I'm a bit older now. You would have thought, hang on, we've got eight weeks <laughs> off here. Let's have a few. <laughs> and I go three votes to the dogs as well. Hey, Melbourne were abhorrent. They're, you know, they're a p-heart of a footy organisation. <laughs> oh, gentlemen, almost time to scurry back into isolation. We have, of course, been practising the uh, the safe measure rules well, we do in, in this, this. We'll probably do this remotely. This will week, probably will be if the, if, the, if it goes if ahead. It keeps going that way. Mm. Yeah, who knows? I mean, we don't know what's happening tomorrow. But alone, exactly. but hopefully, we got our multi up last week, Richard. Finally, some good news for the punters. Week good one news for footy fans. So explain where this multi cash is going. This multi cash is going to a footy club who is doing it tough, which is now, admittedly, every yep. single local footy club. But we're going to find one. We're going to get them to submit some stories. Once has anyone submitted a story yet? No, we haven't asked. You haven't promoted uh, it, yet. For it yet. Well, no, that's the times right. have been changed. Well, it's been hard work. Um, yeah. We oh, are villain. going to. So there is a footy club that will still be going on a footy trip because yeah. it doesn't matter if a game's not played. Blokes are still going on a footy trip. Or even if they decide that they're not having one, but their club's doing it hard. Need some cash. Yeah. Yeah. So every single week we're going to put a multi on. It's not not this week. We're going to need to work out what we're doing. But anyway, $250 went into the jar, which complimented the $40 we already had in there from the Nuffy jar. So, so we had a $50 bet. $50 bet. I went with the uh, with Brisbane, uh, Richmond to beat Brisbane. 
Hawthorne to beat Brisbane, which got up. You went Richmond, Richmond, and you went the um, the Giants at the line. Yeah. So that got up. So that we are now up to three hundred dollars. So what did that pay? Two hundred fifty dollars. Oh wow! Was. Fifty on at five dollars. Five bucks it got to. That's good. So we'll work out once we work out what sports on and stuff. We'll get that going. But at the end of the year, a footy trip, will, a footy club will win that entire kitty, which hopefully will be five, six grand. Mm. But before I let you go, gentlemen, because we have still got some work to do tonight, because we mentioned that there's no footy, there's no Collingwood versus Richmond. There's nothing. There's, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing. So you know what we're doing? What we are going to simulate the Collingwood versus Richmond game. Tonight at seven thirty on AFL Evolution, which of course was a was a uh, a video game that yep. you lent your voice to, yep. we're going to simulate the whole game and stream it on our Facebook and YouTube channels. Right, and the three of us, well, the two of you, are going to commentate. And I'll, and you, just, I'll just be there. You special tonight. comments. I'll as do. Well. Yeah. I'll, well, because um, the, the the punters will be asking you questions and whatnot. So that is going to be on our. So Facebook are they the channels. current? They're not the current teams. They're not the well. They're very close to the they're current close teams to the current because teams. this game was out came out in two thousand eighteen. So it's a can 2000- we have a can we have a special selection or not? Well, are we going to do that later? I'm glad you asked. Right. I'm just getting up the the, the full team list now because. We just found this out today. You can actually download players right. into yeah. the game that right. can play. Now, so we thought, oh, wouldn't So we be, can drop someone it? from tonight's turn. Correct. Right. And we can add you two in. Now, right. I've just had a look online. Richo, you yeah. are not rated as high as Nathan Brown. In Nathan, Nathan Brown is 85 right. rating. You are 83. Oh, well. Could so have been all the clangers used to have. They've rated Brownie as a higher player than you. Oh, well, there's all three, the 50 metres you used to give away. Right, there's three of us sitting on this table and there's one AFL Hall of Famer. So <laughs> I rest my case. But fair here, enough, fair here enough. Here is some ammo for you. All you right. can download these players. Right. Brett Richo has been downloaded 3,577 times. It's not bad. Brownie. It's good. 104 times. <laughs> 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 I better get mum onto that. All right. So we're going downloads. live on Facebook and YouTube and I think Instagram at, at 7.30. 7.30. We're going to stream the entire game. Uh, there'll be sh- slightly shortened quarters and the two great men with me today will be commentating. So I'm going to go home. I'm going to think of a player that I'm going to bring into that Richmond team tonight. Yeah, you can bring anyone you want. All right. All right. All right. Uh, as always, or most importantly now, probably more so than gambling responsibly, stay safe. Yeah, absolutely. Hope you've in, uh, in, enjoyed it. Give us a like, comment, subscribe. But uh, – Look after your families. Hands. Yeah, look Go. after your family. And we will get through this. Every day we, we get will. past is a day closer to footy coming back. Going to drink some Hugo wines tonight. <laughs>